Hello everyone, this is Scott and welcome to the Footyball Podcast, where we talk about FBS Power 5 footyball games each week and focus on wins and losses. If you're like me, married, kids, pets, work, mortgage, student loans, you have little to no time to watch all the footyball you want, nor the funds to bet on it. That's why we focus on the wins and losses. I'm an armchair fan, just like you. Alright, today's sponsor is Dad Jokes. Don't hate them, because the alternative is considerably more graphic. All right, y'all, let's start with the ACC. Keep in mind, we're at that point in time in the season where I think it's going to be love-hate on some of these games. Important or just like a whole lot of I don't give a shit. So, um, yeah, let's get let's get into this. Virginia is going out to Louisville, right? Keep in mind, this is a Thursday night game. So what? what is this, Thursday? I'm recording this tonight. Okay, so I want nothing but the best for Virginia, okay? But I don't think it's going to happen here this weekend, okay? Or tonight. The unexpected has been happening in the ACC, and that's the only way Virginia's going to win here. Is something just completely unexpected happens, and Louisville plays horribly, Virginia plays well, which we've seen them be able to do, but it's only been about twice, okay? So I've got a home win for Louisville as they continue to march forward onto the ACC championship game. Um, game with considerably more input from me than is probably necessary is Georgia Tech at Clemson. Uh, Georgia Tech started off with that lost to Bowling Green in week five, and now they're in third place in the ACC, okay? They beat Wake Forest. I get it. Who cares? Uh, They beat Miami in their first shocker win, and then they beat UNC, right? And then they crushed those rebound hopes and dreams of UVA. I think that was last weekend. All right, they got losses to Louisville, and they have a loss to Boston College, but again, that is the rebounding, and now bounded back Boston College. Um, Yeah. So what does that mean? Georgia Tech is ranked higher than Clemson in the ACC. Clemson, who was down and out until they beat up on the effing Irish last weekend, um, and has been an issue in the ACC. Um, Which Clemson is showing up? You know, the one on paper or the Clemson that loses when they have the hope for, like, the important win, right? Is Georgia Tech actually good in the Bowling Green loss an anomaly? Well, We've seen that in other teams like Arizona, right? Arizona lost to Mississippi State beginning of the season. We all wrote them off. Well, look at Arizona now, okay? Um, I have Clemson. A a point I think I made a few weeks ago and what might fit better after Clemson did beat Notre Dame last weekend is their use or lack thereof of the transfer portal. Like, I like the portal, right? Given the number of Heisman winners and candidates that came out of the portal on the other side better, I mean, and then drafted, like, that's enough for me, right? But does it take away um, from something from the team they left, right? Usually, I like, I think, right? Unless you're a total jerk. You're, like, you're leaving behind, like, those bonds. For those of us that went to college, right, you form these bonds, and I still remember, like, freshman roommates and people I met my freshman year, but I can't remember, like, other people that were clearly more influential in my life, but just came at a different juncture in my life, right? Um, so, like, look at another sport, basketball, okay? Year after year, some of the same teams, like, keep getting superstars. They're in college for one to four years. They win championships, and they go on to the NBA, right? And they have to constantly recruit and deal with this turnover, right? Then you get teams that have been together for three to four years, all together playing, same team over and over, and they win some important games. They're the ones that shock good teams every year, right? Now, basketball's quite different than the football, right? But 
that idea is not different, right? Clemson's tight end star Shipley was out last weekend against Notre Dame. And this is on top of like Clemson's poor performance lately. Like why? You know, I didn't have an ounce of interest in watching this game. Shipley's out. Clemson sucks. Notre Dame's going to roll. Boom. What happened? Phil, I'm going to get the guy's name wrong, Maffei stepped in. Junior running back, 36 carries, 186 yards. Relative quiet running back in terms of yards per game before that. And so how I interpret this, when you recruit and then coach these players and you don't rely on the portal, like I feel you can get this more often, right? I do think Dabo needs to use the portal, right? I do not agree with him saying I'm not going to use the portal, but I don't want him or the rest of us to miss out on the chance to build and mold young men into mature and smarter versions of themselves when they when they entered college, right? So, and not just necessarily folks with more on the bank that did well with NIL money, right? So, regardless, that's that that kind of took a little longer than I wanted to. Um, you know, I've got Clemson for the win, right? Moving on, uh, NC State at Wake Forest. I like NC State here. Wake is just not very good. They had a close score against Clemson, but could not pull it out no matter how. How bad Clemson played that game and Clemson played poorly that game. NC State has a chance to win out. Um, but that last game versus uh, North Carolina, UNC, um, I think NC State needs to get this win, get some practice snaps in, get ready. Don't do not do the look ahead. Don't focus on North Carolina, but get this win, keep the practice up, and you'll continue to do well. All right, next up, Miami at Florida State. Uh, I mean, years past, like, you know, Everyone and their mother is watching this game and cares. I don't think anyone cares this year. Right? Like, I don't think Miami has it in them. Um, when I first ran the model, I <laughs> I chose Miami versus Fresno State, not Florida State. And it had Miami by four. And I was like, whoa, holy shit, what just happened? What am I, what do I not understand? And luckily I saw the error before I started digging into all the numbers, but I was like, oh, that is not what I expected. <laughs> so anyway. Um uh, Florida State Seminoles, criminals, whatever, whatever, whatever you choose to call them. Um, yeah, they should come out with the easy win here. So, um, it's just, just not going to be the year for Miami. So anyway, uh, next up we got Pitt at Syracuse and I have no idea. Okay. So here's been my transitions with these two teams. I had been favoring Pitt. Then I unfavored him. Then I favored him again, and now I'm back to unfavoring them, all right? Like, I don't have the capacity to switch on Pitt again. So you know what? Last thing I did was unfavor you, Pitt, and I am not going to favor you for the rest. Now, I've had the similar battle with Syracuse, just less so. I think I've only flipped twice on Syracuse. So I have some capacity here, right? Uh, This is, yeah, what did I, yeah, this is the battle for last place in the ACC, so... Damn, there's there's a lot of that. So I've got Syracuse for the win, and that's kind of kind of all I'm saying here. So <laughs> Duke at North Carolina, and Duke has not been able to capitalize on their offense before they started to get injured. Okay, now they're all coming up injured, right? UNC just shit the bed like they've been doing in the past, but it appears we got new sheets on the bed, right? Staying free. Um, yeah, I like other than Duke doing well against Clemson. They haven't really performed like we were hoping the Clemson win would mean, but then again, we're looking at Clemson and they're not so hot anymore. Um, Still need to become bowl eligible. 
So um, anyway, I've got I've got North Carolina for the win here. Big Twelve action. Baylor going out to Kansas State, and Baylor has beaten some bad teams. Right, and that's about the best I can say there. They beat UCF and Cincinnati, who are the last, the two last place teams in the Big Twelve. The last two place, like they're the two worst teams in the, in the Big Twelve, whatever. And Long Island, who you know, I had to look this up. They are third in the Northeast Conference. Who's comprised the Northeast Conference? Don't know. Don't care. Cannot even find Long Island in the model I use. Okay, <laughs> so I guess my issue um, is not really figuring out Baylor, right? Like Baylor seems to be fully ingrained and bad. Like my real issue is I, I, I need to figure out the big 12 in, in general, right? Cause I had teams like UCF and Cincinnati and I was favoring them in the beginning, but nope, 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 nope. Like ain't happening here. Um, Kansas state is good. Uh, only losses, Mizzou, Oklahoma state and Texas, right? All currently ranked. So home game for the better team, away game from the worst team. I'm going with Kansas state. All right, West Virginia going out to Oklahoma, right? Oklahoma is now, their season has now been decimated by its own efforts. So now it's how I look at it in the past. It's up to everyone else to lose so Oklahoma can get into a better bowl game because that's kind of what Oklahoma does in my opinion. Um, OU has awful stats on defending against the pass, currently 93rd. But here's the advantage. West Virginia, really bad at the passing game, currently ranked 106th. Offensively, West Virginia is 9th. In uh, rushing yards per game, OU is just average. However, OU needs to step it up for a 10-win season. I do have OU for the home win here. I don't think it's going to be that big of a struggle, but, you know, they did shit the bed. So let's see if a little more potty training this week helped them out. So, all right, next up, we got Cincinnati going out to Houston. I have given Cincinnati the benefit of doubt, and I'm not going to do it this weekend, right? Houston needs two more wins to go bowling, and this needs to be one of them. The model has Houston as just over a three-point favorite. Cincinnati has not won since week two against Pitt, and thus winless in the Big 12. Houston is faring slightly better and should be able to get the home win. And, um, yeah, let's do that, Houston. Houston for the win. Uh, Texas going out to TCU. Uh, TCU is also just bad. Maybe not as bad as Houston, but still. Like, Texas is heavily favored. But given the sporadic nature of TCU's level of play, you can really expect anything. And I've heard other people say, this is what makes TCU dangerous. This is what gives people pause when they look at this game. They don't just say, oh, yeah, Texas will blow them out. Slow your roll. TCU has it in them, but can they get it out of them, right? So, you know, unless TCU chooses this weekend to bring it all together and simultaneously Texas implodes, I have Texas for the road win. Even with what I'm expecting is Quinn Ewers is still out and they'll have their backup quarterback uh, playing. No confirmation on that as of this recording. So uh, lastly in the Big 12, we got Iowa State at BYU. Both are five and four, but in very, very different positions. Uh, BYU's four losses are all conference losses, right? They have two conference wins against the ever inconsistent Texas Tech and the last place Cincinnati. Iowa State has been a little inconsistent, inconsistent, but their losses are against the top Big 12 teams versus some of the worst Big 12 teams. Uh, BYU tends to sleep through their Saturdays and Iowa State will, I think, take advantage of that this weekend. I've got Iowa State for the win. All right, Big 10 action. Again, talk about some games that kind of 
There, there's a lot in here that just doesn't matter. And here's one of them. Indiana at Illinois. Two bottom barrel Big Ten teams. Difference is, Illinois is in the West, so they actually have the slightest of slight chances of winning the West, if you can believe that. Uh, they have two common opponents with very different outcomes. Uh, Illinois beat Maryland. Indiana lost to them. Illinois lost Wisconsin. Indiana beat them. The, those two wins, one for each team that I talked about, I was very surprised. Indiana has had two good weeks in a row, um, close game at Penn State, and a win over Wisconsin. Whereas Illinois is too all over the place to take anything tangible away, right? Stat-wise, Indiana's offense is somewhere between awful and last place. The only state that's below 100 is passing yards uh, per attempt, and they are 85th. Illinois' offensive stats, uh, pushing 100 on most of them. Defensively, they are equally pushing, both teams are equally pushing 100 on both, um, on, on every stat in, in, in most areas. So, um, it, you know, like I said, it, it's these games, some of these low-level teams that just gets the most words and probably far too much time. But, you know, I have Indiana for the win here. They've proven to be the best with consistency, right? In the beginning, they were consistently awful, Right. And they're beginning to look better. Last two weeks of looking good. Better than Illinois has been doing. So, can they keep it up? I say yes. I get Indiana for the away win. Next up, we got Maryland at Nebraska. Like the previous games, the team in the Big Ten West has a shot of winning the West. Okay, And that would be Nebraska. Uh, Maryland appears to be enjoying this current losing streak because it includes two games that they should not have lost. All right, We mentioned Maryland, losing Illinois earlier, Maryland's best stat is rushing yards per game. But it does not beat what Nebraska has. Okay, Nebraska is the better team, but Maryland has the ability to win. Um, you know, their other loss to Northwestern is just like, it's awful, right? Nebraska is rolling, or was rolling, until they lost to Michigan State. <sighs> Another all-over-the-place game, both teams. I'm going with the home team. I'm going with Nebraska for the win. Okay, Minnesota going out to Purdue. <sighs> right, another Big West or Big Ten West game uh, with conference championship implications. That would be for Minnesota, not for last place Purdue, right? Um, Minnesota's currently second in the Big Ten West. So oddly enough, Purdue's only win is against Illinois. <sighs> Whatever, Minnesota lost to them. Like, I, okay, I'm just, we're just everywhere here. Uh, Purdue stats are moderately close to Minnesota's on offense, but on defense, Minnesota is considerably better. Okay, uh, Purdue's just awful, right? Minnesota has shown signs of life, um, so you know I'm going to go with Minnesota for the win here. Uh, next up, Northwestern at Wisconsin. Any other season, any other, I mean, any other time, even this season, other weeks, I'd say Wisconsin for the win and just kind of move on. You know what? Now. I want Northwestern to win. I, I just, I just do. Um, you know, they had turmoil in the beginning of the season with the hazing. If you remember all that, if you remember back, Northwestern just fired their coach because of all that, you know, all the hazing implications going on with the football team, um, given all the other scandals that are going on. Um, yeah, uh, and now you look at what's going on in the season. Anyway, but, and you know, the other thing, if Northwestern were, were to win, um, it would just cause just a tremendous amount of chaos. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I would have said watch out for the Northwest uh, Northwestern's passing defense, which is currently ranked ninth. But then Wisconsin is ranked 123rd in passing yards per attempt on offense. 
So I think this is going to be a run game for Wisconsin, and I expect all those runs to go up the middle like they do in a boring, boring game. Wisconsin should win, but they have they have a lot of injuries. Again, Wisconsin should win. I have them down. You know what? You know what? Right here, changing it north. Well, I'm going. I'm. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going Northwestern for the win. Like Wisconsin's been decimated. What else to just ruin their season? What else? You know what? Like, let's go Northwestern for the win here. Like, I, as I'm reading this and I'm seeing, you know, I put down all the injuries on Wisconsin, right? And I have, I don't have a running list of them. I just heard that there's a lot. I've read a little bit that there's a lot. Um, Northwestern, like you're, you're doing well. Let's let's keep it up. And you know what? Call on the audible. Northwestern for the win. All right. Michigan State going out to Ohio State. Congratulations, Michigan State, on your win last weekend. It should not continue this weekend. I have Ohio State for the win. It should be an easy one and an opportunity for Ohio State to put up some serious, serious points. You got uh, Michigan going out to Penn State. All eyes are going to be on that game. Ohio State wants to stay relevant. How do you do that? Throw up a 60-burger against your opponent. I think that's what they're going to do. All right, moving on to the Pac-12. We got game I'm looking forward to, Arizona at Colorado. I don't think Colorado's a chance at hell in winning, but they've got some amazing players, and they're fun to watch, and they've made incredible progress here. So Arizona is just a better team, like, all around. It's not just that they have the players, it's they have the team, right? And that is what it takes. Arizona should get the easy win, should roll here. Um Arizona also could win out. Colorado could also lose out for the rest of their seasons. Um, Colorado has impressive offensive numbers, but Arizona has the type of defense that can shut that down. I got, again, I got Arizona for the win. I expect a good scoring game. And yeah, I I need to look this when this one is. I want to watch it. Um, Another one that I would watch is Utah at Washington. Um, Washington does need to step it up though. Okay. This would be a great game to do it. You, Utah has the far worse off as has a far worse offense than USC. Um, and therefore Washington's defense should be able to get a lot of stops against them. Stops they need to start making. Um, Washington's offense is impressive on both the run side and the pass side. However, the pass side is far better. Um, Utah's defense is also impressive, but it's better against the run, not the pass. So another thing in favor of the Huskies is I expect Washington to be passing all over them. You can also expect Penix to have one to two turnovers because that's just kind of what he does. Um, but I, I don't I don't see that being an issue for them to overcome. Um, let's see. They Utah has been able to shut down uh, quarterbacks before USC and UCLA, but not Oregon State and not Oregon who are more like Washington in being an all-around all better-rounded team. So um, I think it's a game you'll, you'll probably want to shut off in the fourth quarter um, just because Washington's going to be winning by so much. So I got Washington for the win. All right. The other Washington team, Washington State, at California, at Cal. Um, a few weeks ago, I would have picked the Cougars for the easy win and just moved on. Um, but I don't know what's going on here, right? Cougars are good. Maybe we're good. I don't know. Are they injured? Like, I, I, I actually don't know. Um, but then what has the three and six Cal really shown us? Best thing they have is a good offensive performance against USC, but who the hell hasn't had a good offensive performance against USC, right? Um, the last good thing Washington State did was, well, I think it's a great thing, was beat Oregon State, but then the bottom fell out from underneath them after that. 
you know, I've got Washington State for the win. The model has them favored by under a point, but they're favored on pretty much every statistic um, that's out there on offense and defense. So I just, man, I it, don't know what's going on with my Cougars, but they need to show up. I have them for the win. I hope I don't end up regretting that. So, all right, next up, we got Stanford at Oregon State. Home game for Oregon State, easy win for the Beef. That's all I'm going to give to it. All right, next up, Arizona State at UCLA. And again, should be another easy win for UCLA, and that's where I'm going with this. UCLA is performing better per um, all all facets of all stats, offense and defense, than Arizona State. Arizona State, one thing to keep in mind is they're playing hard. They're not just going out there and just losing because the effort's not there. They're playing really, really well. So one thing to tuck in the back of your mind is next season, okay? Um, They are going to the Big 12, but if the players are putting forth the effort this season, it usually has good payoff in the next season as well. So that's for another time. UCLA for the win. All right, lastly, out of the Pac-12, USC at Oregon. Oregon had that statement win with what they did over Cal, because USC, if you remember, almost lost to them, right? You see, uh, USC has not done well against well, any ranked team, and it, it's going to be more of the same. I, You know, USC should be able to keep up with them for a quarter, maybe for the first half. Beyond that, Oregon is just going to roll, and it, I expect a blowout win here. All right, my beloved SEC, Alabama at Kentucky. It's going to be an easy win for Bama. Uh, We had high hopes for Kentucky early on, but as we look closer to that Florida win, we realize that Florida isn't very good this season. So, (laughs) Um, Then I think Kentucky showed us who they are. They're improving. They're good. They're getting better, but they're like, they're not there yet. And, and Bama is doing what Bama does. Like they win. This will, this weekend, it's going to happen as well. Bama is going to roll into Kentucky and do well. I expect to hear and see some impressive things from Kentucky. I just, you know, it, like at the end of the day, it's it's going to be a win for Bama. Okay. Next up, Vanderbilt at South Carolina. This is a battle for last place in the SEC East. Model has South Carolina favored, um, and so do I. But at this point, like, I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I got to work, right? Like, I got, I got other stuff to do. So I'm just leaving at that. South Carolina, um, for the home win. There you go. All right. Next up, you got Auburn at Arkansas. You know what? Arkansas just might be better after they fire their offensive coordinator. Okay. Remember they had the horrible loss seven to three to Mississippi state. And at the end of that game, they fired the offensive coordinator. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So we now have one game since that happened. And you know what? They won. It was against Florida. They're not very good, but I wouldn't have picked Arkansas to beat Florida at any point in time. Um, So, you know, Auburn struggling immensely. Um, You know what? Home game. They're both struggling. Arkansas has got some life. You know, let's just, let's just go with the home win for Arkansas here. And then lastly, huge rivalry game, Florida at LSU. Except it's this season's Florida, and so I don't think anyone cares, right? Um, yeah, L- LSU for the win. Even if 
LSU's quarterback, Jaden Daniels, is still out on concussion protocol because as of this recording, I haven't heard that he's coming back. So I like I think they can do it. Um, on the season, the backup, Garrett Nussmeyer, um, is 17 for 33, 196 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Now that's on the season. That's, that, that's not a lot. Um, against Bama, I believe he was 50% on his passes. He had 80-something yards. He did all right, right? And But, you know, once he came in, like, the game was over. Bama was already doing better than them. And you know what? Nussmeyer might be good, but, like, he's not. Like, no one's, like, maybe one or two are like Jaden Daniels, but I don't I don't think it, I would expect a backup to come in and do that. So um, I, I, I can eat those words because it has happened plenty of times in the past. So anyway, um, even, if Nuss, even if Nussmeyer is the quarterback against Florida, I, I, I still see them winning. Um, I see it being a closer game, but I still have LSU in this one. All right, and that'll do it. Week 11, the rest of the games. Um, this is Scott, and thank you for listening to the footy ball. My gosh, either I have it down, I'm getting considerably better, or I'm talking faster. I don't know. Um, those dozen or so of you that listen to this, like, let me know, because these are consistently getting shorter and shorter. So am I giving you less content, or am I still giving you the same bang for the proverbial free buck um with this but regardless i'm having a lot of fun and i hope you guys are too i hope you're enjoying it not just listening to make me feel better about myself so anyway uh shout out to my sponsor dad jokes don't hate them because the alternative is considerably more graphic and i mean considerably likely the hr department appreciates the dad jokes more than what we would like to put out there so anyway appreciate y'all See ya.